Hey, Sprinters. Welcome to The Sprints with Carl and Jamie, where we will give you a sprint of life and fun. Food, fashion, travel, whatever comes to our minds. Let's get into it. Welcome back, Spritzers. We are here with the one and the only, one of the most fabulous women I have met in my life, the Kelly Augustine. Woo. Yay, Yay, Kelly. Thank Welcome, you for Kelly. being here. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's dive into Miss Augustine. Where are you from? So I usually tell people I'm from Uptown. I'm born and raised in the Bronx, but I went to school. You didn't know I was from the Bronx. You are New York. I'm a New Yorker, like period, through and through. Like oh I'm God. from New York. I went to school in Harlem, though, and I used to work in Harlem. So, like, I tell people uptown, but I'm like born and raised in the Bronx. That's fabulous. Yeah, that's fabulous. And that means nothing to me. I just get in a cab and give them an address. And <laughs> I don't know where I am. We got Charlotte's finest here. That's right. <laughs> I can get you around Charlotte. Oh my god! I, I have family actually in North Carolina and South Carolina. Oh really? Yeah, I love Charlotte. Um, a lot of my family's in Chester in South Carolina. Oh yeah. And I love like going to Savannah and I love down south. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's cute. Have you been following the Murdoch trial? I heard he's going to jail for life. Yes, he is. But you know what? I think that our podcast has not been getting as much notoriety lately because everybody's been following Alec Murdoch. Now he's going to jail. So now, everybody, you can turn your attention to the spritz and to positivity. (laughs) Well, speaking about going to jail. (laughs) Not sure where he's going with that. I am a lawyer. (laughs) We normally start off with our amuse-bouge. So we're working kind of backwards. Yeah. But frontwards, yeah, right. So mixing it up, we're mixing it up. So today we have from the fabulous Clinton Hall, which is this amazing place I just kind of stumbled upon. It's a restaurant, but also you can play games and chess and Where arcade. Is this place. This place is in the heart of New York City. It's in Midtown. They are not paying us to say anything. Let so, me see the address. Yeah, yeah. You check that. They could the pay us though if they would like to. If they like to. But what I got is a grilled donut cheese. So it's a grilled cheese, but it's a donut. Oh, jeez. Is that tomato? Oh, there's soup actually to so many locations. I, I don't know. Just eat it. All okay. right. Dig in, Kelly. So Dig this in. is grilled. Che- oh, this is actually on my uh, deathbed. Really? My dying wish is to have a grilled cheese, like my, as my last meal, grilled cheese and tomato soup. Well, you got a grilled donut, honey. Yeah. When you kill somebody. Or when I'm on death row. Right. <laughs> Me and Murdoch. <laughs> okay. Murdoch! <laughs> this is tremendous, I will say. Oh, my God. Coming from the South, the home of Krispy Kreme is North Carolina. I am partial to a yeast donut versus a cake donut. But this grilled cake donut with this luscious white cheddar. All right. So I'm going to shout out Clinton Hall. The name of the establishment, once again, is called Clinton Hall Super Craft Beer and Burgers and Games. It is located at 16 West 36th Street in the heart of New York City. Now, Kelly, I was all over your website and I'm going to call you out for a minute because you <laughs> said on there that during COVID, you bought donuts and you don't even like a donut. But you seem to be enjoying this one. I'm so hungry. That's really what this is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's good, though. I'm like, I'm shocked. Wow. So Carl did not say this, but Kelly 
is a Renaissance woman. <laughs> she is a stylist, an influencer. A model. A model. And her website is really what the Sprints aspires to be because you know what she focuses on? Fashion, food, travel, beauty. She's everything. I do everything. Everything in the flesh. Mm-hmm. I love it. Sorry, guys. I'm still eating my burger. Um, <laughs> it's not a burger. It's a grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese. It's really good. I am all about vibes. I feel like my brand is just good vibes. And yeah. I'm all about a sexy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And so it's down to how I cook and plate my food. And where I travel, like I like to stay in more like boutique hotels and everything. It's all about vibes. So no matter what I do, it's going to all feel the same. Well, Kelly, you and I, I feel like we're on the same vibe. I mean, I do want to be you when I grow up. Oh, silly. Because I'm heading to New Orleans this month. my God. To celebrate a friend's 50th birthday. And I just read your tips on New Orleans. Check out the manhole covers. Yeah. There's a whole story about those. And the first time I went, I just kind of walked around. I went to go and walk around the French Quarter. Why? Uh, There's some danger lurking in New Orleans. Is there? Oh, yeah. I never get that vibe. You know, I think maybe it's like an energy thing. I always have so much fun when I go to New Orleans. I don't ever feel like unsafe. The difference is Mm -hmm. y'all are from New York. You're Maybe level, that's what it is. Your risk level. I'm literally not yeah. scared of anything. Like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I just was walking around and talking to strangers. And I noticed a bunch of the like tourist shops down there had these coins that were the manhole covers. And so I just started asking questions like, what is this about? It's all about the underworld, essentially, under New Orleans. And Speaking of questions. Yes, please. I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. How did you start this journey? of creating vibes. I don't even want to call you an influencer. Mm-hmm. I want to call you a creator of vibes. I love that. A viber? A um, vibrator? No. <laughs> How did we get there? I had a feeling it was going to go there. Jamie took it there. <laughs> I felt that. And that's fine. I'll be a vibrator. That's cool, too. I like it. Um, You know, I was in college. I was majoring in PR and advertising. Mm. And I had to pick a minor, so I chose journalism. From there, I had started an online magazine. At the time, there was like cocoa and cream and like you know like all of the black women started magazines I was like I'm gonna start one and I did it was me and a bunch of my friends one friend was like interning at High 97 one friend was doing TV production with Anthony Bourdain the other one was a doctor so we had all these different perspectives and it just kept going then I went to fashion week in oh my gosh I can't it was so long ago over a decade ago. And my friend took a picture of me and I posted it. Then people were like, I didn't know you looked like that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I hadn't been posting myself. I was just, we were writing stories. And so I posted a picture of myself and people freaked out. Like, where did you get this dress from? We want more. And so it just grew from there. It ended up in Lucky Magazine. Remember Lucky? I remember remember Lucky. It's a throwback. I ended up in Lucky and... At the time, people just weren't, I guess, seeing bodies that look like mine a lot. And so it just kind of took off from there. Well, I wouldn't call it a body. I would call it a body. A body, honey. (laughs) (laughs) We're all about women with shape and glass hair. Me too. I'm all about it. And so how do you get 
involved with people wanting you to style them. Tell me how that happened. Late 2020, Rada Blank, who is a movie director, she did the 40-year-old version on Netflix. She was being honored by the New York Times. And she had asked my friend Danielle Young. I love Danielle. Shout out to Danielle. Shout out to Danielle what Young. What up, Danielle? Danny. Rada had asked her if she knew any stylists. And at that time, I was a creator and people always asked me where to shop. And so she just recommended me to Rada. I worked with Rada. We had a good time. And then Rada ended up having to do Vanity Fair. She just was being honored a lot at the end of 2020. So we did Vanity Fair. Then because of me being a creator, I had a couple of celebrities following me. Danielle Brooks was one of them. She saw the stuff that I did with Rada and she was like, wait, I didn't know you were styling. I was like, I guess I am doing that now. She had a commercial to do for She was doing the Mahalia movie oh. um, and she had a commercial spot to do for it. And so... I styled her for the commercial and then it just kept going. So, <laughs> wow. Speaking of jail, Orange is the New Orange Black. Orange is the That's New right. Black. Brooks. Things always come full circle. Oh, my God. <laughs> they do. That's so crazy. Yeah. So I, it just kept going. Are there any particular designers that you like or do you take each client's personality into consideration? Yeah, I think for me, it's more about gauging everyone's vibe and level of comfort with different things. You can have an idea of how you want to look, but if you're not there, you're not there. I always ask people to make a mood board. We'll look at it, Mm -hmm. but we're usually going to scrap it. It's just for me to see like where your head is at, but I don't want you to wear a costume. Like I want you to be comfortable. It's my job to find the in-between and all of that. How you want to see yourself, where you actually are, and then we work from there. I love that, the not wearing a costume and yeah. being comfortable. I want you to be comfortable. If you're picking someone who you have all these pictures of like women in high heels and bodycon dresses, but you like sweatpants or like you like to wear leggings and all of that. And construction like, boots. And construction <laughs> boots, you know, you're a Tim's girl. Why are we doing high heels? I don't want your heel to get caught in the manhole cover. So. You know what I'm hearing from the two of you? And I can see why you all are such good besties and Kelly is now going to be my new bestie. You all are completely honest with your clients. And Carl, I think that's what people love about you. And Kelly, that's exactly what I'm hearing from you because I will find some fabulous things and Carl will say, that's not for you, babe. And you just got to be honest with yourself about that. Now, speaking about clients, who do you find that is your core client base? Like, who are they? What do they do? What's their lifestyle? Like, who are these women or men that you dress? I would say that my client base, just purely off of my origin story, what I look like, what most of my clients look like, are people who are above a size 14. That's just naturally because I come from plus size fashion. And all of my content has been built around that. That's my core. But I am finding, I just dressed the group Moonchild for the Grammys. (gasps) And... uh, do you I love have them? Been no, I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed yes. with Moonchild. When I got the email from them, I was actually on the phone with my friend and I had to stop the conversation. And I was like, I need you to understand what's happening. I'm fangirling. How do you keep your filter so that Moonchild doesn't go to your spam folder? No, right? so it actually did. And oh, so wow. <laughs> it actually it didn't go to spam, but you know, around that time, like I just you get so many emails around the holidays and like you're getting all of the promotional marketing emails from everywhere. So it just kind of got lost in my inbox. I had taken my desktop out of storage and I had been working for my iPad for two years. 
And then I sat down and I was going through my inbox like on a computer and I was like, oh my God. So I got to them maybe like two weeks after they oh emailed me. And I just was like, oh my God, I hope that this is still, this opportunity is still available. And it was. And spritzers, that is the credit to Kelly that Moonchild waited around <laughs> for Kelly to get back to them. You hey. know you have arrived. No, if if we could them. drop these mics, <laughs> we would have dropped the mic right now, but they're mounted to the table. No, I love them. They are so kind, but they're like, so far outside of my usual client at first I was like am I I doing this but they were Amber particularly was so adamant about wearing black designer she's like I want everything on my body to be from a black designer and she's always been like that like before the 2020 stuff they were just in alignment with my values and I was like okay maybe I can work outside of this body type and more maybe it's more about the alignment of values than anything else. Right. Who are some of your favorite black designers right now? Ooh. Actually, I worked with Jafra. I know, I always butcher their name. But I worked with them for the Grammys. I think everyone's faves. Christopher John Rogers is my fave. I love that he does oversized silhouettes and just kind of plays with the silhouettes more. And because he works with knits a lot, it actually really works for my client base. The combination of the oversized plus the knit just makes it work for above a size 14. Who else do I like really love? I have to shout out Johnny Nelson Jewelry. Mm-hmm. I love Johnny's Jewelry. And there's Jelani Jewels, who I also love. I actually love a lot of the like accessory designers. Right now, I'm wearing the Brooklyn Circus and Gap collab. It was so um, good. It's so good. And I bought both hats. I'm such a hat person. Oh my God, well, you know, so Carl good. got his start at the Gap, too. I, oh, did yeah. you? Yeah, when I was in high school, I was like a little stock boy. Oh, I love that. Kanye. Yeah, I was folding jeans, honey. I love that. Kanye. <laughs> That's a good origin story. Yeah. I might steal that hat, by the way. I mean, like, it's such a cool, you know, it says power on one side and student on the other. And I think those two things together are very powerful. So I do love Ouija. Jerome Lamar. My bestie. Yes, Carl's bestie. He did an amazing collaboration with Macy's. So um, good. And it's everywhere. I'm actually, I'm watching Next in Fashion right now. Yeah. And one of the designers every week is wearing Jerome's clothes. Yeah. So that's cool. There is a brand, actually, the designer is one of my best friends, Zelly for She. She's based in LA and she does more like boho stuff but she's specific to plus and she just does such beautiful work her editorials are great there's so many there's so many black designers yeah Yeah. i can't even offer the top name my favorites that's amazing now i want to go back into the plus size world yeah where you reign supreme you are such a queen in that space you really make sure that the awareness to keep it relevant is very important I was reading an article on Instagram. I don't remember if it's Time Out or... I want to say it's BOF. BOF, yes. They were talking about, is plus-size models, the representation, was it just a fad? Did it subside? So I want to pick your brain and know your thoughts about that. I don't think it ever comfortably existed in the space. Mm. It was a fad. And it's, it's still there, I think, Brands and designers like to use the same like three people. They're like, oh, look, it's happening. Like I have this one 
or two people in the show on being inclusive. And it's like, it's not that. My gripe with that article, and I love Melissa, she wrote it. My one thing with that story is that it doesn't address what the actual issue is. The issue is not the runway because the runway is PR. We all know that that is pure marketing. The issue is access. Access. The, The issue is production. And the issue is fabric cost. The issue is production houses not wanting to do plus. The issue is there's just so many barriers for a designer to do it and do it well that it's discouraging from all of the people that I talk to. Anytime I go to meet with a designer, I ask them, like, what size does this go up to? Why does it stop at a 10? Let's have that conversation so that we can figure out how to make it more accessible. And they're missing a whole market. Let's face it. There are more people that are honestly 10 and up than are four and down. Yeah. Most of the people in America are oversized 14. So it is very interesting, like how people just don't want money. <laughs> but it, 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 but it's, it's not that. I understand that it, there's also like the psychology of being in a bigger body and, you know, your whole life you're being told that you don't deserve something and it not being there for you. And so you're like, why would I spend $500 on a dress? Or also just the the psychology of being in a bigger body and thinking that it's temporary because of yeah. all the things that we are fed. You're like, why would I spend this amount when I'm not going to be this size, even though you most likely will be? I needed to hear that today. <laughs> <laughs> As I ordered some new clothes today and yeah. ordered them, probably too small. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We all have that thing in our closet that's like, One day I will get into this, right? And Mm -hmm. I I think everyone has that male, female. We all have that one thing, but it's a lot of reckoning the, this is the body that you exist in and just being comfortable in that. And like, okay, now that I'm comfortable here, let me spend a little bit more money on it. And express myself. And and express myself. Put myself in something that I don't particularly like because I feel like I have to wear it. And it makes so much sense coming from, or working in the retail side for so long, we would have requests at these high-end boutiques that I've worked at for larger sizes. Mm -hmm. And management will tell us, don't focus on that, but focus on the accessories, Mm -hmm. the shoes, the bags. Um, Well, plus us people can't walk around naked in shoes and accessories. I know, I know. So, But it makes sense because that information was trickling down from the heads, the people on the sales floor, we represent our clients and we always give that feedback and that information to our higher ups. And yeah, it makes it's, sense. It's interesting because when you think about accessories, you're like, no matter what size you are, you're going to always carry a bag. Yeah. Or your necklace is always going to be the same, even though those things change too. And as a stylist for bigger bodies, I really have a hard time finding rings above a size eight, shoes in wider sizes above a size 12 that are not orthopedic shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Nikes. There are, you know, I, I end up putting some of my clients in sneakers at because there's just nothing that exists really above a size 12. Here's a business there's idea for somebody out there, an opportunity. Yeah. And speaking of opportunities, Kelly, yeah. as I started to research you and go down the rabbit hole that is Kelly, um, <laughs> I noticed that one of the things that I think makes you more successful or very successful is the fact that you're very authentic. You're not afraid to talk about your shortcomings. I loved all your clips about food and you have these amazing recipes. And then you add this little, by the way, if you don't feel like doing all this, buy Campbell's. Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. (laughs) 
Campbell's. You need to reach out to Kelly Augustine. Period. And the spreads. And the spreads. (laughs) But you are very authentic. And do you give that credit for some of your success in being an influencer? Because I know lots of people are dying to be influencers. It's so loaded. Mm. Now that the job has so much attached to it, I think part of that, that authenticity is that I started before it was a job. And so we were just showing up and we were happy to be there. We were considered press. We weren't really being paid. We were not being paid at all. I won't say really being. We were not being paid at all for a very long time. It was Carl and I know what that's like. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> we're here for fun. No, I'm kidding. Um, we're not. <laughs> I think a lot of it is really grounded in that spirit. Do you have any advice for anyone who thinks they might want to become an influencer? I would say not to call yourself an influencer because that is very loaded in itself in that you're trying to make a job out of something that naturally happens. Being mm-hmm. an influencer is different than having influence. And I don't let people call me an influencer that much anymore. I'm like, I'm a content creator. Like I create content, you know what I mean? And the content is just based around who I am as a person. And that makes my job much easier. And I think that's why it was so easy to transition into styling because like, this is just who I am. And I naturally exist in this body and I like to shop. And so it just kind of flowed like, okay, well, I'm already here. Well, I exist in my body and I like to shop, but... One can only hope. I love you. Girl, you just dropped some nuggets. I'm just saying. We are wrapping it up with the one and only fabulous Kelly Mm -hmm. Steen. We usually end off with a runway takeaway, but I'm just going to twist it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask Miss Augustine, what are your three fashion must-haves that you need throughout the week or with a look? Good underwear, mm. um, underwear, underpinnings, undergarments, make or break outfits. If you don't have the right bra on, if you don't have the right underwear on, it just completely go without. <laughs> or you could do that. I knew you were going to take Jamie, it. Jamie, you crazy girl. <laughs> I like it though. Um, yeah, but it, especially bras for people who have breasts can make or break. An outfit, good shoes, Mm -hmm. which I learned in the early 2000s, like wearing ballerina flats that do not have support. Like you have to make sure you have support. So by good shoes, you don't mean just lovely. You mean supportive shoes. I mean supportive shoes. And again, taking your environment into consideration. If you're going to be pounding concrete, like (laughs) running around New York City, you have to have something to support your heels. And hmm, I would say a good attitude. If that means journaling or meditation or just waking up on the right side of the bed, whatever it is, staying hydrated, minding your business, whatever that feels like yeah. for you, oh. also changes how you wear your clothes. Right. I give main character energy everywhere that I go. So I always walk I with my, my head is held high. I always think that there's a camera crew following me. So the sunglasses are always on. The coffee's always in my hand. The bag is right here right. in my elbow. Resting. And I'm like, I'm trying to catch a cab. I'm running across the street. Oh my God. Oh. You're putting it in the universe. I, I'm putting it out in the universe. If you think about the opening scene of Devil Wears Prada, Oh, actually, it's not the opening scene, but when she finally starts 
realizing her style. And they have that montage where her outfit changes every four seconds. And she's just like, oops, oh, uh, Chanel pearls. Oh, you know, like my little clothes. Oh, you know, like the outfits change. I kind of walk around like that every day. So spritzers walk around as a main character, not a supporting role. No, never. Yeah. Put some effort in what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And we your attitude. It's yeah, the attitude. attitude. Because I, like yeah. I said, I'm in my sweatpants era, but I'm going to have the best sweatpants. I'm going to have the best shoes with it. And sometimes I'll wear a heeled boot instead of sneakers. Or like I'll make sure my leather jacket is a good leather jacket. Yeah. Or like I have on cool shades or something like that. I love that. I know yeah. you for your shades. I'm a, sh- I'm a shady girl. That- <laughs> yes. And on that note, shady boots. <laughs> we are out of here. See Thank you, next you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today for the Spritz with Carl and Jamie. Ew. A production of Hanger Studios. You can follow us on Instagram at the Spritz Pod on Facebook at the Spritz and you can find this amazing Spritzy Ritzy podcast on Spotify Apple and wherever you may find your podcast please subscribe and rate and review us thank you guys <laughs> <laughs>